0: This is the Command Your Brand Podcast, where we talk to world changers, visionaries, and founders, people that are doing big things and changing this planet in a positive way. We're learning their stories, techniques, and exactly what you need to know so that you can do things in a big way. The time is now. Get ready to take command of your brand. We have Andy McNeil with us, and he is the CEO and founder of American Meetings, and we're going to talk about some really interesting things around how to grow your organization, how to really build a group, how to you know really take control of 2023. So Andy,
1: thanks for hanging out with me today, man. Oh man, thanks so much for having me here, Jeremy. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Yeah, and welcome to 2023. Here we go, right? Oh, it's wild, man! How many weeks is it going to take you? Because I know for me,
0: like, I still write twenty-two on things for like at <laughs> least at least two weeks. I don't know how does that work for you.
1: Oh yeah, Lisa, my daughter told me this morning that her uh, science teacher was going to grade them down if they did it. So that's actually probably <laughs> a great way to to make everyone do it, right? Yeah.
0: Well, I want to talk a little bit about you know the hospitality industry because you've been in it for over thirty years at this point. You've worked with over four million people in a hundred countries. But I'm curious, like you know, define hospitality in a business context for our listeners, because I'm sure they don't think of it that way. They think hospitality, they think of hotels they've stayed at, things like that.
1: Yeah. So hospitality from a business perspective and as a business strategy is really about, you know, service and professionalism, you know, taking time to know what your customer needs and taking care of those needs. And I think we've all been in situations where we've had great service and bad service but hospitality is kind of the next level right it's hiring the right people that share your vision it is letting people go that don't share your vision about hospitality and service and those extra touches that you can put into your business to make your customers ultimately feel very very special and when you do that you know everyone's going to win
0: and i guess when we look at like hospitality you know in terms of history. Like tell us a little bit about it. Tell us, you know, how it began and let's kind of dive into that a little bit.
1: Yeah. So um really interesting. You know, if you go back to, you know, eighteen hundred BC, there's actually documentation of hospitality. There was a, a Mesopotamian king named Hammurabi, I always get that wrong, who actually He's the law code guy. Hammurabi's yeah, law exactly. code. Exactly. And you know, one of those law codes is how to treat guests in hospitality. So, you know, a lot of people know an eye for an eye, right? Mm -hmm. That's actually written text on these 282 laws. But there's also one about hospitality, how to treat someone when they come to your home, the expectation that you take somebody in who's traveling, because back then there weren't Really, hotels. There were, you know, someone would come to your house. You would be hosp- hospitable to them for the night. You would take care of them. you provide them a meal. You'd provide them a drink. And it also talked about what the guests weren't supposed to do. So the guests weren't supposed to stay more than two nights. So, yeah, this has been going on a really, really long time. You know, during the Crusades, you know, the Jews islam christianity were all fighting over those years and there's a lot of people moving back and forth and so yeah there was absolutely that travel created those there and there were there were laws uh, about how to take care of somebody so os- hospitality has been around a long long time you're curious you know as we've seen it evolve over the years
0: like how is the industry different now, right? Cuz you've seen it evolve and change over 30 years. Like you've seen technology change, you've seen yeah. what people like it's interesting too cuz I even look at like I'm closing in on 40 and I look at my generation versus my parents generation and we even want something different from what hospitality is, right? So I'm curious how you've seen that industry change over the last 30 years.
1: Yeah, well, I've had some great mentors and they taught me early about what Good hospitality is. And so it's one of those things that's been around forever. But at the same time, it has changed, especially with technology. Like, how do you bring hospitality, you know, online? Like we had to do during COVID, making people feel special. But at the end of the day, you know, hospitality is about face to face interaction, about people being encouraged. And, you know, in the industries like hotel and travel and airlines, you know, service and hospitality is, is the calling card. And I firmly believe that any company can do that. Um, it doesn't just have to be in the service industry. You can build a hospitality culture that can make you a huge advocate for your clients.
0: How have you seen, you mentioned COVID and kind of how a lot of things went online. I'm, I'm curious, You know, number one, how that affected the industry and how the industry's come back, right? Because it has, I know for myself, I finally started doing speaking engagements again. So we're seeing the industry come back. Like, what kind of changes have you seen?
1: Well, you know, let's start with what we had to do during COVID, right? So we had to make people feel special, you know, online. And we did that in certain ways. You know, we made sure that if a speaker wasn't comfortable using technology, that we took the extra step to train them ahead of time. Um, Same with the attendees, making sure that. They knew how to work the technology, but also how to use technology to create engagement between people to create those networking situations. So now that we're coming back live and you know, we went from 80 20 last year to it's going to look like it's going to be like 95% live again. It's really everyone, wow, everybody. That's a big change, Andy. Yeah, that's a big change. Well yeah. And, and in 2020, it was 90% virtual. Mm-hmm. And so it's you know done a complete flip flop, but at the end of the day, you know hospitality and good customer service should be regardless of where you are. But most importantly, on site. So when you know you're with somebody somewhere, whether it's a hotel, in the air, in a speaker room, all those places, you know, good hospitality matters and making them feel special, respected, um, and serviced. And if you do that, you're going to be successful.
0: So let me ask you this then, because I think as we're seeing that that's a big difference. By the way, ninety five five—that's a big yeah, difference. That kind of see, definitely
1: it, changed. The world's Everyone coming back wants to life. Get back out there, right? Everyone's <laughs> get back out there, speaking, networking, shaking hands, kissing babies, having dinners. You know, that's how you build a relationship. And if you can use those scenarios with great hospitality and making those customers feel special, you're going to go a long, long way in being successful.
0: Well, so I think it's something to consider then when we're looking at that, like. How can hospitality and travel come together when you're looking at building business relationships? Like like how does that work?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think what's most important is that you're focused on what's important to that individual or to that group of people. So you always want to step back and say what's important to them, not what's important to us, but what's important to them. So it's, you know, being picked up at the right time to go to dinner or it is having that little extra touch in the hotel room. So it's really about the certain audience and what and how they want to be treated. So as everyone knows, every Experience is customized to that individual person, but you see great examples of what the hotels are doing now, coming back with the airlines are coming back. I just got off a Virgin Atlantic flight and they have just taken it to an absolutely New level and just incredible about how they service and what they do inside their cabins. What are they doing differently? I'm curious because I know for myself, like I've always like flying Swiss Air because like they yep. give me
0: chocolate, they give me wine. It's always a great experience. But what are they doing differently?
1: Well, chocolate and wine is a great place to start, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. one, no one minds that, but I know everything from the extra touches, you know, coming up and welcoming you, asking, mm-hmm. you know, what. I'm here you know, to service you and, and make your uh, journey really, really there. What can I do? So asking the question, what can I do? And I think a lot of people take for granted you know, what people want versus what they really want or need. And by asking that one question, what they're really doing is focused on the, the individual need. So if you focus on the individual need and asking the question, you're going to be a success because that person knows that they've been heard and you can do this in all parts of your business it's not just you know in travel it can be how you guys answer the phone at your office it can be how you take a disgruntled customer and make them feel special and heard it can be how you respond to a google review and you know, making sure that you say we understand what happened and we're going to do this because remember, that's public information. So seeing that yep. customer service and that hospitality and make people feel special in all forms is really, really important. So you made it a really, really
0: good point there. And I don't think enough people understand this is like the vitalness of how your phones are answered, because I think people are like, oh, well, yeah. you know, anybody can answer my phone. Cause I know even here, like we have exactly what you say, because I think it's really important that's a lot of people's first experience with you, right? And if they Absolutely. don't have a good first experience, they're never going to either A, finish that experience or B, have another experience with you again.
1: Yeah, and if you look back, so a lot of, and I know we went through this as an organization, you know, our landlines, though important, and we have a receptionist, and she knows what to say. <clears throat> but all of a sudden, you know, we had, you know, 100 employees who were answering their own phone calls via Zoom or via, via Microsoft Teams every day. And we wanted to make sure that they all had the same communication. So it's really important to take that across the entire spectrum of what you're doing and thinking about how technology has changed and making sure that everyone is doing the same thing and that expectation is for the entire organization because that first impression starts everything, right? So if you've got one person doing it, it's one thing and you can manage that. But if you're not looking at your entire organization and how they're answering emails, how they're saying, thank you, or I'll respond to you by the end of the day, all of those things, those little extra touches make people feel special.
0: Yeah. Never answer your phones and say, yeah, what do you want? They're not going to call you again, Andy. (laughs) They're not.
1: They're not. Absolutely.
0: So let me ask you this, because I think this is a kind of a good point to make this differentiation. What's the difference or what's the similarities in being friendly
1: versus being hospitable? Well, I think, you know, there's definitely friendliness in hospitality, but I think hospitality is friendliness with service and commitment and professionalism. So it's having that big smile, but there's purpose behind it. What are you trying to, you're trying to make that person feel comfortable. You're trying to make that person feel relaxed. You're trying to make that person feel heard. So having all those things context is important. So, you know, friendliness is one thing, but if you're going to use it in business, what is the purpose of being hospitable? You know, there's an end game, right? We're all trying to make it. And in the hospitality industry, we're trying to make people feel special. So let
0: me ask you this, then I'm a business owner listening to this, you know, I don't own a hotel, But at the same time, like, why should hospitality matter to me? Like, why should it be something that I make very important?
1: Well, I think it just goes to making your client feel special, right? So if you can make them feel special, like they're, you know, welcome and warm, that's just going to go a long way to building the relationship. You're creating that atmosphere and people let their guard down, right? When you give them a big smile and you say hello and it's just, you know, great to meet you. And, you know, we're here to service you. People go, Oh gosh. Yeah. Someone's here to take care of me. And we've all had those examples of coming up to a, you know, a ticket counter or to a reception desk and the person's just not friendly, they're having a bad day. And while that's understandable in the context of hospitality as a strategy, it's unacceptable. That person, mm-hmm. no matter what happened, you know, with the client beforehand, you know, that new experience, that one moment in time is incredibly important. And you have one shot to make it really important. So doing those extra touches really help. So let me ask you this, then, because at the same time, like,
0: Life isn't always perfect. Things happen. Yep. We all get upset. I've been there Andy. I've been on the phone with Verizon Wireless having a bad day. Like we've all done it. Let me ask yep. you this. Like when things go wrong in
1: hospitality, how do we handle them so that everybody walks out of it feeling good about it? It's a great thing to talk about because just because a situation is bad doesn't mean it has to stay bad. Mm-hmm. So, I was in a hotel last week where I saw the general manager talking to an irate Client In the middle of the reception, you know, Oof. and she was so mad. I don't know what the situation was, but he handled it so well. He said, hey, let's go over here and talk. So he diffused the situation and said, you know, I want to hear what you have to say. So he first said he wanted to hear. And then, you know, he took her in, into a private area. And when she came out, she was laughing and smiling. He listened to her. He heard you know, made amends for, you know, what the problem was. And there's a lot to be said that the customer is always right, even when they're not right. You know, you do what you can to best deal with the situation. And if you do that, you know, the customer's going to leave happy, write a good review, make you feel that they were heard and that you have a hospitable. And that, and that could be on the phone. That could be on Zoom or it could be at a restaurant. I think, too, like the right
0: viewpoint really matters as well, right? Like, because I absolutely. think absolutely right? Because the energy and the viewpoint that you bring to the situations, how the situation gets handled, like to me, and this has worked great for us as a company, bad things happen. They do, right? Like it's yeah, life, but it's at the life, same time, right? like it's an opportunity. And we've actually had a lot of great opportunities because we have that viewpoint, right? Of opportunity for client opportunity for us. So I think at the same time, looking at this to say like, how can I treat this bad situation as opportunity is really important as well.
1: Yeah. And, you know, if you're always in the hospitality mindset, you know, trying to serve others, it's an easy thing to fix because you're like, well, you know, what can I do? You know, what's the issue? You know, we'll address it. And taking those steps at the end of the day, you want to find out what the real issue is because a lot of times people don't tell you what the real issue is, you know, because they're either uncomfortable. So as long as you can dig a little bit and find that real issue, because you're not going to solve the problem if it's covered up with something that you don't know. So really delving in there. Like this gentleman did, you know, take Taking the client out of the situation and making them feel special and heard is incredibly valuable and, and one thing that everyone should be doing.
0: So I'm sure there are people that naturally think in hospitality, but I think for most of us, it's a learned trait. And I'm curious, what things should we be working on or what things should we be improving on so we can, I guess, bring on hospitality as a way of being?
1: Yeah, so what I think is really important is that, you know, there's hospitality in the service industry, right? You know, a laser, laser focus on it. But let's take an example of maybe like a biotech firm who is, you know, they're science and data driven. These are scientists and doctors that are trying to solve really, really big problems, incredibly important stuff. So how can they build hospitality into their culture? Because they have customers, they have, you know, uh, people in their orbit that they're trying to please. I'm laughing, by the
0: way, because my father-in-law is a scientist and my father is an engineer, so I know exactly where you're coming yeah, from. So, yeah,
1: so um, you know, how can you build that in your culture? And I think it's just being <laughs> present and knowing. But you know, you could, for example, you could, you know, distribute that data and have educational in a social situation, like a private dinner, and you could provide networking around there for the guests. So there's lots of ways that any organization can do it. And you made a great example of you know how you know the first contact is incredible important it is but it's also that interaction and the extra smile that go a long long way a smile goes a long long way to uh, solving a lot of problems and i think it's interesting too
0: because like when you look at the five star experiences versus any other experience it's kind of like everything is handled for you as the person and you don't have to consider those things right like yeah. whereas when you say it's something below that you have to consider what do i need those things are just handled for you and that's the experience you create for somebody
1: Yeah, I think, you know, our industry, you know, you can stay at a a mid-range hotel or go to a mid-range airline and have an overall a good experience. But, you know, you get what you pay for because the more people can service, the more people that are servicing, less people can, you know, provide a great experience. But there are little things that you can do, which we train on because we're in lots of different situations. It's, you know, opening the door for someone, not pointing the direction. It is walking them to where they've asked to go to. It is making sure that if you have an issue that you follow up on it and then it's resolved and then do a follow-up after that to make sure that they still feel the same way. So, you know, the culture of hospitality and every, I think there's a difference between service and hospitality and that's really what we're trying to convey that, you know, great service is great but hospitality is making them feel at home and special.
0: Well, Andy, this has been a great conversation, man, for people listening. I know you have a great free gift for them as well. So where can we find that? Where can we find you, man?
1: Well, we go to a lot of hotels all across the world. And so we've created a digital book. I mean, you can go to um, ourfavoritehotels.com. Which will take you to a digital catalog of all of our favorite hotel and places, and you can download that for free. And then, if you use a group booking with AMI, our company, we'll give you a two hundred fifty dollars Marriott Bonvoy gift card as well. So, yep. So please go to ourfavoritehotels.com dot com and download it today.
0: Very cool, Andy McNeil. Thanks for hanging out with me today, man.
1: Oh, thanks for the time, Jeremy.